pray for us before we get started, um, and then we'll jump right into it. God, thank you so much for everything that you're doing, Lord. I just ask, God, that you would um, just, just bring life to us today and tonight, Lord Jesus. I just pray, God, that you would just help us just to reflect and remember what you're doing in our lives and be focused on what you might be doing in our lives, Lord Jesus. Um, I pray that you would continue to change us from inside out to be more like you. And I just ask, God, that you would just draw us into your word tonight. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Who went to camp? Who raise your hand if you went to camp. Okay. Cool. I went to camp too. I don't know about you guys, but I am still tired. Um, I lived on coffee this week, which is pretty awesome. Um, it was kind of crazy, but it's all good. Okay, now, who started school already? Okay, we have like a couple people. Who starts like Tuesday? What about like Wednesday? What about like this week? Everybody starts this week? Nobody starts this week? All right. You either have already started or you're going back to school. I actually had a really cool privilege to hang out with a couple of people um, from JHM, from our group, um, this last week that haven't gone back to school yet. And they were like, hey, want to go see a movie with me? I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So I got to go see The Giver. I got to like go to lunch with a couple of people at Fashion Island. It was awesome. Um, and I just had a lot of fun. But I was asking a lot of you guys like, oh my gosh, how are you, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And everyone is just kind of like, oh my gosh, school starts next week. I'm so nervous. Or like, I have to get ready for this. Or I have to find my classes. I'm going to this new school. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I, like, went to go do my locker today or whatever. I don't know. You call it do your locker, get your locker ready. I don't know. Some schools have that. That was awesome. Um, and it just almost seems like summer is, like, gone, and we're already into fall, right? And it's like, oh, my gosh, we do, like, all these things. We, we had a great summer in JHM. We did all these summer events. We went to camp. We did a ton of things, and now we're like, oh my gosh, we're already going back to school, and it's wild. I'm like, oh my gosh, where is the time going? This is crazy. I mean, I went to Starbucks the other day, and they already have pumpkin spice lattes, and they've had them for like three weeks or something. I don't even know. I'm like, it's not even fall yet. I think last year it came out like right when fall started, which is crazy. But I've had like three of them, to be completely honest. They're the best. If you have not gotten one, they're there. So go get one. They are awesome. Um, all right. Well, I just feel like, too, like just we're ru we rush things all the time. That's kind of our culture. Like we rush things before they come. And we've got pumpkin lattes that are already here. And we've got Christmas that will be here like next month because school's almost gone. And it's like, hello, what about Thanksgiving and Halloween? I don't even know. It's kind of weird. It's like everything's gone. And, and that's awesome. I'm really excited for you, Zeke. That's the best. That's great. I'm so pumped for you. I think it's going to be an awesome week. Um, but with that said, like our culture just rushes a lot of things, so much so that we're just like caught up in all the busyness. We jump from this thing to this thing to this thing, and we forget to stop and rest and reflect on like, wow, what just happened yesterday? What just happened last week? What happened last month? What even happened at camp? What happened this summer? What did God do in me? And so today, this is kind of exciting because we've designed a service where I get to teach and wrap up summer, which we're going to do a little bit of reflecting on what God has done in you this summer and kind of dive into a Bible story where, 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 where we get to see what God did in this one guy, and it's crazy. Um, and so I want you to stop and think, 
for a second before we jump in. Like, what did God do in you this summer? What might he have done? Even if it's just like a small thing. Maybe you just felt like super accepted this summer and for the first time ever for who you are. Or maybe you met God for the first time at camp. Or maybe like maybe you had a great time with your cabin time and you're like, oh my gosh, like I have a community of people that I feel like I can do life with. Or maybe you, you had a great time with your family and your family is like getting along this summer. Maybe God like just comforted you in the in the point of your deepest pain or your deepest sorrow, your deepest regret, and God just said, like, hey, I love you, and that was a cool moment for you. Think about maybe what God might be doing or did do this summer um, in your life. Okay, well, um, I have a Bible story about this guy. The Bible tells a ton of stories about what God does in people and that he's active and it shows that he's moving and it shows that he wants to meet us where we're at. And there's this story in the book of Luke. Um, this guy, so turn to the book of Luke. It's like in the New Testament, which is like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So it's kind of like in the back of your Bible, but in the front of the New Testament. Um, so Basically, there's this guy named Legion. Um, it says that that's his name because um, it's not really the guy's name, but it's what happens. Um, and so we're going to read this story because God does miraculous things. And Jesus, um, in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus healed people. He healed the blind and the deaf and the people that couldn't talk and the people that had crazy things happening in them and even this guy. And so this is kind of like, the craziest story that I've read, but it's also so powerful. And so I wanted to share that with you today. So it's Luke 8, um, verse 26 through 37, and then we're going to look at the last two verses in a second. Um, so I'm going to read it. If you don't have a Bible, which you all should, it's on the screen. Um, okay, all right. It says, they sailed to the region of Gerizanes, I don't even know how to say that, I'm so sorry, okay, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man out of the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but he lived in the tombs. When, Je when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains that had been driven by the demon to solitary places. Jesus asked him, what is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, Dressed and in his right mind, they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how, demon, how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerizanes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. Okay, that was a lot. 
But there's this guy who basically has a lot of um, demons inside him, and basically Jesus frees him from all these demons. And legion is um, another word for, like, a lot of them. And so basically there's, like, they said a legion is a Roman army of about 3,000 to 6,000 soldiers in it, which is insane. So they think possibly that this man may have had that many demons inside of him. And that's something that was very real in Jesus' day. Um, I think sometimes even now it's something that's real too, but we just don't see it a lot. Um, But Jesus was constantly casting out demons and telling them to go away because they had no power over him, which is awesome. And so this guy, Jesus frees him from those demons so that they're not torturing him inside anymore. Like this man is finally in his right mind. He's finally functioning like you and me. He's finally free from all of these things that had happened. And this guy, this story is huge. It's so weighty because that is a crazy story to think about. And a lot of times it's like, man, well, that doesn't happen to me. Or, you know, I have a story that's totally different. And I think that is awesome because I think God shows up in the places that we need it the most. In the places where we are the most pain, we're in the most pain and the, pa- the places when we're the most broken, the places when we're the most weak and the places where we just need him to show up. And it can be something like that or it can be something like, oh my gosh, like my parents just got a divorce and I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know, like I just feel all of these things. I'm not really sure. Maybe I'm get, like you're getting bullied at school. Like that's a huge deal. Um, and maybe it's just something like that. Or maybe it's like, man, I just can't do anything right. I can't succeed in school. I just don't even know what I'm doing. And um, I feel like God really likes to show up in those places where we need it the most. And so basically... Um, God is, is freeing this man, and it is so exciting, and um, I think Jesus likes, wants to do that with us as well, and I think sometimes, some of you may have had some marking experiences this summer um, where God met you in a place where you're just like, man, God showed up. And you're like, I mean, and maybe it was just like this really cool thing that happened at camp or something that happened this summer at a summer event or something like that where you just felt different. You felt like, man, that emptiness that I was feeling or that loneliness that I was feeling or that pain that I was feeling, like God totally comforted me in that or he did this or I felt different. And maybe that was God. And that's really exciting and something to be told and something to be celebrated. And um, so basically... I just wanted to tell you that um, these stories are big deals, and your story is a big deal, too. And so we're going to read verse 38 and 39, um, and then we're going to kind of jump into some other stuff. So 38, um, the man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. And here's the deal, you guys. When Jesus changes us when 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 we experience him like we we're different like it's we're not the same that we were we're not the same person we felt something different and it should compel us to live differently and that is a story to tell and I think sometimes it's like when you experience God like um, for me I was like I was 13 um, I was going into high school um, I had I, my birthday was like just around the corner 
And I had not known who God was at all. Like, I just carried a ton of emptiness around in junior high. And I just felt like I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't even know if people liked me. I didn't even know. Like, I was just this, this like, I just felt so empty and so alone all the time in junior high. And this one Sunday morning in church when I was in the high school room at my youth group, um, God showed up. And it was like the most overwhelming feeling that I've ever felt in my entire life. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is God and he's with me. And it changed me that day. And it was kind of like one of those days where I was like, sometimes I remember it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to go back there because it was so awesome and like so powerful. And God did this thing in me. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And those experiences that you have, maybe maybe something like that happened to you at camp or maybe something like that happened to you um, this summer. And those are really cool things because those are marking stories. Those are stories that need to be told. And it's really interesting because I think sometimes when we experience God, it's like, oh my gosh, I just want to stay there. I want to stay right where it's at. And we wish that we could go back to that moment. Like some of us wish we could be back at camp or back at this or back at that. And, um, and, and, and the guy in the story just begs Jesus, Jesus, I want to go with you. I want to go on that boat. I want to like be with you. And and Jesus tells him no. And it's almost like this weird thing. It's like, well, if I was Jesus, I'd be stoked. I'd be like, dude, I just healed you. You want to come be my friend? That'd be so rad. Let's go do life together. I'd be so stoked. But Jesus, he sees the bigger picture. He sees things that we don't see. And he's like, man, no, don't come with me, but return to your home and tell everything that God has done for you. And that is a huge deal. Because what Jesus is really telling this guy is that his story is a story to be told. His story about how he experienced God and the change that had happened in him is a story to be told. That is something that's miraculous, something that happened that is so good. And you know what? Your story is a story to be told. The way that you have experienced God is a story to be told. And when you experience God, it obviously changes you. It's great. Um, and it's really exciting, and I think sometimes, like, we kind of just, like, okay, so now, I, like, I experienced God, and I'm supposed to tell my story, but I'm really scared, and it's kind of like this weird thing where you're, like, I don't even know, like, who do I even tell first, like, I don't even know, and it's so crazy, and, and um, I think sometimes, sometimes it's, like, we, we kind of just want to, like, sweep it under the rug. Like, we want to, like, be like, oh, that was just this thing that happened to me. And we, like, want to brush it off. Like, oh, it was good, but, like, nothing's ever that good. So I'm not even going to, like, worry about it. It's not a big deal. But it is a big deal. And God wants us to make it a big deal. Because that's how he works in our lives. Like, he's like, man, I showed up for you. Like, I want you to tell everybody about it. Because it's supposed to change you. It's not something that you're supposed to, like, just put under the rug or, or brush off or, or, or forget about. But that's something to be told. And um, when we tell those stories, when we start telling those stories, like sometimes it's scary, but when we tell those stories, it's really cool because it actually allows us to step into that life and that life change that God is doing in us. It's like, oh my gosh, like this is a real story and it kind of allows you to start believing that's not like a figment of your imagination. It's not something that maybe happened. No, it's something that actually did happen and it's real and it's true and it's right. And it's to be told. And so that's really cool. Um, I, yeah, and then when we tell our story, it also encourages others. I don't know about you, but, like, when you guys, that's, like, kind of why we 
had this whole podium open like um, last week, and we all told told stories about what happened at camp, um, because those are encouraging stories. Those are stories that I want to hear. Those are stories that, that, that encourage everybody in this room. These are cool things and real things that are happening that are good, and they're so good, and they're so real, and they're so worth telling. And I don't know about you, but like me and Justin and our whole staff were super encouraged. Like even Jess, like every Dave, everybody was super encouraged by the stories that God did in you at camp. And those are to be continued to be told in your homes, in your schools, in everything. Like, I mean, you're going to get to school um, this week and people are going to be like, so how was your summer? What did you do? That is a cool story to tell. That's the first story that you should tell. You know what? I went to camp. And this is what God did in me at camp. And this was so cool. Man, you should come sometime. Or you should come to church sometime. Because God is so real. And that's stuff that we need to tell. And that's really exciting. Um, Also, it's kind of crazy too. Because I think um, um, they're... Like, a lot of times it's like, man, you know, like, God just did this one thing, but he just showed up this one time, but he didn't show up all these other times the exact same way, and I'm not really sure how God's showing up right now. I just don't even know, and I've had those times where I've, like, literally had to use that story about when I was 13 and God met me um, to refer back to that, to remember, like, oh, my gosh, no, God did this, and I know it was God to keep moving forward, and that's really exciting, Um, but... Like, the, the, um, the, the thing that we kind of fall into sometimes is like, oh, well, that was just one story, and God's not really doing anything else, or we're not really sure, and we're kind of lost. But here's the deal. Like, God is still writing your story. And even for this guy in the scripture, God's still writing a story. God doesn't just, like, change you and leave you that, leave you, like, high and dry. He continues to walk with you in everything that you're doing. So if you experience God at least, like, one time even, like, that's something that God's going to use to continue to change you. Like, he's saying, like, come step into following me. Come step into walking life with me and and keep continuing that journey because he's going to be on it with you, and your story isn't done. And I think that is something that is a part of this guy that he didn't even know what was going to happen when he told his story. But his story is not done, and it's a really cool story to be told. And I think sometimes it's like, man, well, I just went to camp, and it was awesome, um, and I just, whatever, I don't know, I'm going back to school, and I have, like, all these sports, and I have all these things. That's why we do life groups. We do life groups so that you guys can continue on that story that God's writing. And it really provides that space for you guys to get together with a group of people in your grade um, and talk about, like, what God's doing. Like, to answer those questions that you might have, to, to search and to find those answers if you haven't experienced God. If you have experienced God, those are, that's a place to tell and have a safe place to be encouraged by your friends. If you're going through struggles or deep things that are hurting or whatever, those are, that's the place that we want you guys to be able to be safe enough to express what's going on and to be prayed for and to dive into God's word and learn more about him because it's not just a one-time thing. It's an ongoing thing. And this is really important. And so if you're not in a life group and you have not signed up for life groups yet, they have not started yet, yeah, that means that you can still sign up. So if you have not signed up, sign up. It's going to be the best ever. You're going to get with two leaders, um, and you're going to be in someone's house, which is going to be the awesome part. And it's like you just get to sit on a couch and have snacks and talk about Jesus. And it's like those that one and a half hours of your week that you can just spend focusing on God rather than all the other stuff that you have going on. And so I just would really encourage you 
to make life groups a priority this fall and this year because it's an ongoing journey with God. It's not just like a one-time thing. And so I just really wanted to encourage you with that. If you have experienced God, great, we want you in one. If you haven't experienced God, great, we want you in one. And just kind of as a closing thought, I just wanted to kind of um, enter us back into worship. Um, And the thing that I want you to do, I think there's like three types of people in this room. Um, I think there's one type that was like, oh my gosh, God did these so awesome stuff in my life. I'm so pumped right now. I'm stoked. I, like, God did this, this, and this. Or, like, he showed up for me at camp in a power outage. Or he did this. And you're just, like, been telling your story. And it's, like, something that was so awesome. And you just can't help but tell it. And you're that kind of person. But you're like, I don't really know what to do next. I had this awesome experience with God. And I don't know what to do next. Well, here's my encouragement to you as we go into worship. Worship God tonight. Just worship him and focus on him and give and praise him for that. That's a good thing, and that's a really exciting thing, and that's things that we can praise God for. And then if you're not in a life group, sign up because it's going to be awesome, um, and that's going to be the place where you get to explore more about God and grow in your faith with everyone else in your group, and it's going to be awesome. The second person, maybe you're in this room tonight, and you haven't really sat and reflected on what God did this summer. You're just like, man, I don't even know. Like, this is my first time back, and I haven't been here in a while. Um, I don't really know. And maybe you're just kind of contemplating, man, like, what did God do in my life this summer? Um, I would really encourage you to think about that tonight. I would encourage you to um, just sit. Maybe grab, like, a sheet of paper on the prayer wall and a pen and just write, write down something or pray about it or If you have a story and you just don't even know how to put words to it, like write it down because that's the first step. And that's going to be really cool for you. And then third, maybe you feel like God hasn't showed up for you at all. Like you're kind of in a place where you're just like, man, I'm I'm really hurting right now. There's things going on back home that I can't even, I don't even know what to do with. Maybe you're going back to school and you're just, man, man, I got a break from bullying the last summer, but I'm going to go back into it and it's going to be really hard for me. And if you're sitting there and you're just like, man, I am like so burdened by these things. We have leaders that are going to want to pray for you in the back. And we have Dave and Gabe that are going to be back there if you're a boy. And Serena and Jess that are going to be back there if you're a girl. So if you need prayer for anything, like we are seriously here for you and we care about those things. And we we totally believe that those are really real things. And we just want to support you in that and to pray with you. And if I could encourage you, I know it's probably a really hard thing because a lot of times when we're going through hard things, we don't really want to share about it a lot. But I think the best thing for us when we're going through hard things is to share it. And so um, go pray with the leaders. They're here to do that. And if you're not in a life group, and you're in this place, please join one. I would strongly encourage you to because I think it'll be really, really pivotal in your relationship with God and your relationship with others and just you being connected here. We want you here and we care about you and it's awesome. So let me pray for you guys and then we're going to go back into worship. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for um, each and every student in this room. Thank you for um, just their hearts, God. I pray that they would just be open to you. I just ask, God, that you would just speak to them tonight in a way that they have never heard you before, Lord Jesus, if that's your will. And I just ask, God, that you would just um, open our hearts more toward you and just make you a priority and make you first in our lives, God. Praise you for everything that you're doing and all the stories that you're writing and the things that you already have done and to start writing them, Lord Jesus. I just ask, God, that you would just be with us as we worship tonight. And I just pray that you would just be with the band as they lead us. In your name we pray. Amen. Stand up. Come on down.